Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Reddick with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries. And today's session is with Evangelist Reed. And I pray that God opens your ears and eyes of understanding. Without further ado, here she is. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm going to start off in prayer. Bless us this evening as we gather to uh, come together and hear a word from the Bible and maybe for a few of us. But thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to join today. Please bless my tongue as I deliver this message. Please open the ears and hearts that need to hear it. Um, please bless those that just want to hear a godly word. Forgive them. They parted his raiment and cast lots. 
people stood beholding. And the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Doest, that, doest not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. He said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And those verses were, um, that was Luke chapter 23, verses 26 through 43. So I'm starting off today, I wanted to start off by reading that. And um, I also want to go ahead and go over. So I'll be having... This is kind of a long one tonight, I feel like. So, yeah, I'm trying to make it a little bit shorter. But, um, okay. So, Christ is said to have triumphed over principalities and powers on his cross. And surely the conversion and salvation of this poor sinner affords a wonderful instance of it as a specimen of his mercy to future ages. Well may it be said, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came unto the world to save sinners, even the chief. So, um, basically in reading what I just read, um, it's speaking on how when Jesus was crucified, next to him was a, um, on both sides of him were so Jesus, the person, the one who, who has done nothing amiss, he's uh, being crucified amongst two other thieves, even though he's done nothing wrong to anyone. Um, and this verse, these verses are important because it shows that one of the thieves was a penitent thief, um, meaning that they felt sorrow. Um, and regret for, you know, their wrongdoing. So he was repentant. He was, you know, saying, Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into, my, into thy kingdom. And then that's what Jesus says, And verily I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. So Jesus is willing to save him and bring him with him into his kingdom. Because this one thief, he was repentant. Um, you know, he out to the Lord, he confessed, he, he asked the Lord, he recognized the Lord for who he is, and he, um, you know, he asked the Lord to save him, he asked Jesus to save him, and the 
Quincy that was there, he was not repentant, um, no, not penitent, he was the impenitent thief, because he, you know, he didn't cry out to the Lord, he didn't, um, you know, ask to be saved like the, like the repentant thief, and the repentant thief knew that the things that he did was wrong, he didn't try to um, cover it up, he, he knew what he did was wrong, he felt like he was meeting his, um, you know, his demise for what he did. But at the same time, um, he did call on Jesus. Recognize Jesus for who he was and ask the Lord to. So, um, the dying, with that being said, the dying thief, he showed genuine repentance, genuine uh, sorrow and remorse for the things that he, that he did. Unlike the other thief that was on the other side of Jesus. And, um, situation allowed him no other opportunity of showing his his grief and sorrow for sin than by the few words which dropped from his lips while he was suspended on the cross. Would these afford full proof of his sincerity? His hands and feet were nailed, but his heart was free, and his lips not being yet closed in death do all he can to glorify the Savior. You know, he's still able to, you know, praise the Lord. He's still able to bring glory to his Savior, the Lord Jesus, um, on his way at his demise while he's, you know, dying. Um, he He begins to rebuke the revealing, the reviling thief to him, doest thou not fear God? Because he was showing genuine repentance and genuine love. And it could not bear that Jesus should be dishonored. And he confessed uh, the penitent He confessed his sin, acknowledged the equity of his sentence, and says, we indeed. As in, they, him and the other suffer justly for what they've done. These are, um, you know, his confessing, showing repentance again. Um, and it was public and open in the presence of innumerable witnesses and of innumerable enemies. So he did it for everyone to see. He didn't let pride take over. He wasn't concerned with what the crowd um, had going on or, you know, what they would think of him in his last moment. Um, you know, he showed glory to his Lord and Savior. He was looking to Christ for salvation, but he does own his condemnation to be just. He was looking for Christ for his salvation, but he also does know what, you know, what he did was wrong. He does accept his This indeed is confessing and giving glory to God. And that in the first place, and in the highest sense, for this confession was made before any plea for mercy was offered. But whether he was saved or not, he justifies and glorifies God. And this is the spirit of genuine repentance. Um, in his repentance and deep saying, saying what he said while he was on the cross, he vindicates the character of Christ. Um, 
Jesus never did anything amiss. Um, yeah, I want to also... I'm gonna read the um, the penitence song. The what? The penitence song. Okay. The penitence song. Psalm 51. Sorry, I should just said Psalm 51. All right, and I'm gonna read um, verses one. Please bless us to recognize our sins as we are, like sins 
that we are committing and transgressions against you, Lord Jesus. I pray that you don't allow pride or um, I pray that you don't allow pride or anything to get in the way of your children coming to you in repentance. Please break us down to build us back up in your likeness, Lord Jesus. I pray blessings of blessings of shelter. I pray blessings of warmth. I pray blessings of uh, prosperity for your children this evening. I thank you for allowing me to deliver this uh, this teaching this evening. Thank you for this day and may everyone enjoy the rest of their day. Thank you. I pray. Amen. Amen. That was Evangelist Reed with her message on the penitent thief. And I pray that God has opened your heart and mind to let us know that even in the last hour, he offers forgiveness and brings us home. So, I pray that you were blessed. And peace and blessings be with you as the Holy Ghost leads you in God's love. In Christ's agape, Apostle Radic with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries.